That's 682-999-8276. Or visit us on our Facebook and Instagram at Lake Cupcake and Treats, where we make life sweeter. Fishbowl Radio Network. Your voice matters. Jump in. Welcome to the Queen Seaver Show. Tune in and laughing. Good laugh, good vibe. That's for show. Get smooth with Tim. Get smooth with Tim. They had you brought like you popped the pill. Once you hear the show, you ain't gonna want it to end. Get creative with the sounds you can make with your mouth. Reaching all over the world. Queen Seaver in the house. Award winning show. Put the number one spot. Look out. It's the Queen Seaver Show. 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 Look out. How you doing? This is Troy from Wanda's Wig and Weave Emporium, and we love the Queen Silver Show. So come on down and get your hair done so that all your peoples are going to say, Ooh, girl, where'd you get that hair done? Mm-hmm. And don't forget, tune into the Queen Silver Show now. This is Troy. Bye. And welcome to the Queen Sylvie Show. This is Smooth Tim, and we're going to get things started off with a little song from one of last week's guests, Mike Schwebke. name of this song is African Lady.
this is Griffin Tucker, and you're listening to the Queen Sylvie Radio Show. i got to give a huge shout-out to the Queen and to Tim for playing my new music. And if you like what you hear, check me out on my website. It has all the details on following me on social media and how to get my new debut CD, Believe It. Just go to www.griffintuckermusic.rocks. And welcome back to the Queen Sylvie Show on this terrific Tuesday. It is now my pleasure to introduce to you the world's sexiest granny and everyone's favorite comedian, Queen Sylvie. Yes, 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 it is me. And welcome to the Queen Sylvie Show, where we enjoy some laughter, great conversation, and a little craziness from time to time. I'm very happy you're here on this Fishbowl Tuesday, excuse me, terrific Tuesday on Fishbowl Radio Network as I look out the window and see the birds smiling. Yes, as they fly by straight up. Yes. Now, without further ado, allow me to introduce my buddy pal and co-host of the year, Smooth Tim. Hi, Tim. Good morning, Queen, and how are you doing? <laughs> as always, supercalifragilistic. Expialidocious, yes. I suppose. Yes. You are absolutely... Amazing. amazing, yes. Keep on saying it. <laughs> Keep on saying it. I am amazing. But what is amazing here on the Queen Sylvie Show is the amazing lineup of guests and announcements that we have, don't we? Absolutely. On today's show, Queen, we have Nicole Goosby. We have Lori Dunham. We have C.B. Maltibaya and Irene Gableneck, all authors. So we're going to get authored out mm. tonight. We're going to learn a little bit of yes, something, indeed. something, something, I I'm suppose. going home and read me a book. <laughs> they might correct my English for me. You know, I'm never good at that. Yeah, you know what? Carlos is going to correct you. He's going to say it's malt beer. Malt beer. Yes. Think of it like malt beer. Get it? Malt, malt beer. beer. That's malt his beer. name. I look forward to having him on the show as well. Let's give a quick shout out to our listeners. We just uh, had recently uh, taken a look at the uh, uh people that have been listening into the show and i want to give a big shout out it's amazing it is top 10 let's listen to the top 10 united states canada germany shout out india korea united kingdom russia ireland argentina and australia shout out to you and thank you for listening we greatly greatly appreciate that absolutely we do yes we do well what i'd like to do first is i like to welcome my guest that is here in studio and i'll start out by welcoming the beautiful nicole gooseby welcome to the queen silver show thank you thank you been waiting to get you on the show girl i thought i was gonna have to catch uber and come and find you but i'm glad you are here today on the show you had another book we're going to talk about that as well that i wanted to to get you on the last time on the show and now you have another book you is a writing sister go ahead on well welcome to the show thank you you i want to welcome also the beautiful the talented miss lori dunham to the show thank you for being here thank you for having forgive me me for not being to the book launching i I was at another club you know (laughs) slanging it down no i'm just kidding <laughs> I was looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we were at another engagement and I wasn't able to get that far from that distance to that distance. <laughs> no worries. But I welcome you to the show later on in the show. We will have Irene Gable Nick who will be calling in. She is the Queen Silver Show's health and fitness guru who will be calling in with a little advice on how to eat healthy when eating out. And we also have Carlos who goes by CB malt beer who is uh, another author he will be in on the second half of the show but what i'd like to do at this moment is i'd like to share 
some motivational words from the Queen Sylvie show to you. Self-discipline begins with the mastery of your thoughts. I mean, if you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. I mean, a person's mind is so powerful. We can event, create, experience, and destroy with just a thought alone. True that you may not be able to control every situation and its outcome, but you can control your attitude and how you deal with it. I mean, when you can't control what's happening, simply challenge yourself to control the way you respond to what's happening. That's where your power is. Know that your mind can be your greatest friend if you control it. But if it controls you, it can be your greatest enemy, right? And those are some motivational words. <laughs> Come on, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I love you. I know. Did you see that audience in here? You know what? Close That's your eyes. Really They're in here. Amazing. They, yes, I know. Thank you. <laughs> the whole show's amazing. That's crazy. <laughs> you are so serious. <laughs> but listen, it is great. It is great here on this terrific Tuesday. I hope you're enjoying yourselves where you are. Thank you for tuning in. You're more than welcome to call in, ask our guests a question, give a shout out, or holler at a girl. But you know the rule. You know the rule. Queen Sylvie will holler back at your ass. But try. Take a chance. That number to do it on is 214-556-6239. We're going to begin our interview. We're talking to the beautiful, and I can't stress the word beautiful, <laughs> Nicole Goosby, and I want to welcome you to the Queen Silver Show. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Smooth says talk and make love to that mic. No, he said talk, <laughs> talk into the microphone. But I do want to welcome you back okay. to the Queen Silver Show. I pretend like you were already here because, let me see, the other book is... Uh, checking for you yes a texas love story yes do you have other books in the making yes i just finished the book a drug in his king his diamond um just that was released on the 19th mm -mm -mm. nobody probably hardly ever sees her because well she's always writing but possessed with a vivid imagination and the power to keep you on your toes from fort worth texas writer author i introduce to you nicole gooseby yeah, I got you, didn't I? <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Nicole Gooseby. <laughs> Hang on a second. Yes. We're not going to continue because, well, I love our audience and the audience loves you. So, again. All right, everybody. That's it. There we go. Nicole Gooseby. They were on a bathroom break. I, I know. Well, it's okay. It's all right. But, Nicole, <laughs> how vivid of an imagination do you possess? Goes back to when I was in kindergarten. Um, vivid imagination. Dreaming about angels, seeing something and recapping it, um, just imagination. Did you write then when you were young? Doodle, yes, I did. So when did you realize that you wanted to become an author? I didn't, I didn't. Um, it was like I would just write my life story down. And a friend of mine was like, Nicole, you need to start publishing. And that's when I decided to publish. Wow. I'm glad you did. Thank you. You out here, you, you have me wanting to spill the beans already, but I'm not going to spill the beans on this book that we are spill going em. to. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do spill it. Em. I'm not. Wow. It's okay. amazing. <laughs> but how, how would you describe yourself as an author and the books that you write? My, um, I describe myself, I write my life. Actually, it's my life, but I add to it my imagination. My friends are actually people, are, they are, my, actually I write about my friends, but it's not their story. 
Mm. And I just kind of tweak it around a little bit. There's some hot things in this <laughs> book here. I'm like, girl, you know some stuff. <laughs> Is any of the characters you? How about that? Yes. Without spilling, is any of the characters you? Yes, yes. In this current book here, A Dope Man Riches, Money Rules the World. Are you in that book? No, um, no, but um, one of my friends is in my See? book that's sitting next to me. Oh, <laughs> she is a superstar, everyone. <laughs> we are going to find out just who, what character she is that she's playing. But like I mentioned before, Checking for You, Texas Love Story was the other book that I was going to interview you on months ago. I think it was last year or yes. was it the beginning of the year? So real briefly before we get into this current book, tell me about that book and how it can be obtained. Checking for You can be on Amazon. Um you can find it on Kindle or Amazon, and it can be a time also by me. Um, you can write me or actually inbox me on Facebook. That's okay. the best way to get in contact with me. And under Facebook, you are under? Nicole Goosby. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. So tell me about the story. Wow. Checking for me, for you, I'm sorry, is about me, Ashley. It's about a, a lady, a girl named Makasha. She was in love with two guys. Mm. She didn't know which way she wanted to go. And she was also a nurse. She had a, a lot of female friends, and she got them together, and they came up with a scheme, a check scheme, to make more money. In the midst of that, they <laughs> I killed I know those <laughs> stories. I'm knowing where you going, girl. <laughs> yes. So they came out to a hustle, and they also have their own life, um, hustling chicks, credit cards, um, dealing with men. <laughs> so actually, it's a really good story. I like how you write because if some of it is, is stories that you experience, is stories that you've been around, it turns out to be therapy. You know what I'm saying? You're getting it out. You're sharing that information and that experience because, you know, in, in the book that you have, A Dope Man's Riches, the celebrity, by the way, that's sitting over in the studio, Money Rules the World. It is. It's a breathtaking tale of love sacrifice cold-blooded betrayal i mean when you just put that in a sentence you sold i gotta find out what it is about the book jasmine nichols aka riches right yes is that riches sitting over here no 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 you know what i'm sorry a drug in his king has sylvia in it okay dope man riches riches is um about a, a little girl that i came up with that was my imagination okay that was my imagination. Riches is um, the main character in the book. What might strike your imagination? I mean, can you like be in the in Kroger's and all of a sudden, I, I got another book. Yes, yes. Really? Life is That is a gift, girl. Yes, life itself. People, um, actually, a double man, Riches came from the hood. Um, and I, it's, it's a little to it if you read the beginning. Um, it was it was amazing <laughs> what you see in the hood. Um, it was, <laughs> it's it's a really um, about riches. She was born um, in a actually in a in a crack house, and that's how I became up with the name. Would you bring it to life, Fort Worth, Texas? I'm yes, gonna just tell yes. you right there, <laughs> Fort Worth, Texas owes you a check <laughs> because you know you, all of the occurrences, the, the the characters, the people, they all come from Fort Worth. Yes, yes. So I like that. You keeping it home. Yes, yes, originally. Yes. What an imagination you have, man. We've only been to Fort Worth for various times, but I've never uh, imagined how you imagine and how you can put that stuff to to writing. That is very good. I mean, do you write every day, 
all day on the toilet in the kitchen i mean when do you not write because it seems with all these books i mean listen come on this book alone here is like a bestseller to me i mean this is good nighttime reading i advise everybody to go and check her books out by the way because even the pictures who designed the the cover for the book my publisher he has a, a designer that he uses and i don't know the name so uh, you right you off. you consider yourself an independent um author no, right now I'm not independent. I'm actually with a publisher. I'm with Lockdown Publishing. Okay. I've been through three publishers to try to f see where I fit in at. So what did you learn from going to the three publishers, though? Okay, because, you know, that's the controversy, whether it's music artists, independent, and authors, when you're out here doing your own thing, signing and not signing. Now, you just said you went three times. What was wrong the first time, the second time, the third time, and what's right right now? The first time it was, t I felt like I wasn't getting any exposure. It was a lot of competition. Um, when you being new to any publisher, any music label, you want to fit in somewhere, and I didn't fit in there. It was a lot of top authors that was there that was really good. And, and feel like they were really giving you the attention of what you need to, or yes, I didn't. How long did you stay with the first one? Four months. So they let you go. I, left. Yes. I was like, it's like a game. They're like, no, nah, I ain't letting you go. You know, some people have that problem where it's their brand, their name, or even their material. They want to hold on to it. Yes. Did you experience that? I, one experienced, too? I experienced that. And the second publisher, it was the same thing. He had nothing but women writing for him. Um, and I, I didn't get the attention I felt like I deserved. Well, you learn from it. You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. Are you happy where you are? Oh, love it. Love it. That's what's love up. Love it. Love it. I'm going to ask if you if if you will um, give me some expert excerpts, if you will read a couple from from the book, because see, with Jasmine, who's also known as as uh, Riches, I kind of want to know how does she end up having a drug dealers in Fort Worth, Texas, in an uproar and a battle over her? Now, I can't say a thing. So tease me. Give me, give me a reading of something in the book, A Dope Man's Riches, Money Rules the World. It can be the intro, it can be the middle, the ending. I just want you to just tantalize the listeners right now with a little something, something. If you will, you can check me and say, girl, I ain't reading nothing. <laughs> and I'm going to say, well, please. No, I'm just kidding. After speaking with 911 operators, Bird walked into the Walmart store for a bag of chips plus a bottle of water. Seeing fresh fruits, he strolled several aisles over and ate a fruit, strawberries, and grapes. He even thought about buying some fruits for Cecilia, but decided against it. I... I believe the paramedics would be there to take her to the hospital already. Walking towards the counter, he noticed the items displayed, baby diapers, formulas, pacifiers, and all sorts of pro products, powders, and shampoo. He thought about Cecilia and the child she delivered. Her words echo in his head, they're going to take my baby bird. Leaving the store, he walked down Berry Street towards the crib. Two houses from the spot, bird looked for tailgate signs the paramedics had came and gone seeing no no one around bird climbed the steps pushed the door open and walked inside willie cecile yelled here stepping into the room bird couldn't believe his eyes cecile laying slumped over half naked in her own blood the t-shirt she wore now soaked cc you're right 
he asked the lifeless Violet. He sensed she was dead, yet hoped she would still be alive. Where anger Bird was Bird was the where was the paramedics. He still haven't showed up. And then there was no trace of Willie. He must have been left upon noticing Cecilia's condition was becoming critical. Bird thought. Bird kneed down and kissed Cecilia's forehead. It was then he noticed a right, slight movement close to her chest. He moved her hand. Oh, shit. He snacked backwards, seeing the baby straddled terribly him. Well, what the mm-hmm. fuck, Cecilia? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's in the book. It's in the book. <laughs> no, it is what it is. Carry on. Knowing, knowing nothing else to do, he hurried to clean the baby under the, the still water. And wrapped in a dirty towel. He and Cecilia always spoken of getting themselves clean and making it lots of riches. The first name out of his mouth sounded was riches. It sounded it sounded crazy, but that would be the baby's name. Jasmine's Richards Nickers. Welcome to this effed up world, he said. <laughs> she caught on that. that world. But you know what? I like the book because you're keeping it real. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank you. You're very much Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You know, um O'Shea. Yes. Tiffany. Is it Yusuf? Yusuf. Yes. So these are made up names of people that you know. Yes. Do they know that they're in the books? Yes. Yes. Do yes. they like that? Nobody's come at you for no royalties. Or no, anything, not right? yet. Not That's yet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Make sure you have them sign something, you know, cause. And even family. Fam- you, you'll find out what family will do when it comes down to that there. But I, I like the book. I really Thank do. You. I really like the book and the character of the book. Nicole Goosby, Dope Man, Riches, Money Rules the World. Where is this located? The- uh, Amazon as well. And, and you'll deliver as well. Yes. And that's on Facebook. Yes. So what was the most challenging aspect of writing the book? Oh, my goodness. Um, mental block. Writing, you get a, a block. Um, you have to stop and keep going. Coming up with different characters is really challenging. Getting into character zone, different personalities is really challenging for me. So you take an event or or something that's happened in real life and you transform it into the book. You you change the character names and everything, but do you find yourself stuck to the point where you have to go to them, them ask them a couple of questions to be so accurate in the book, or you just... That vivid imagination take over. Yes, my imagination. I, I don't like ask it. any questions. I just go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So introduce the superstar over here that's just nodding her head over here. Go on and give a shout out to who she is. Thank you. Her name is Sylvia. She's a good friend of mine. Um, I base one of her, the book I have now that's released is everything takes place in her shop. She owns a salon. And um I sent her the book out for her salon and her character and her husband. So shout salon. out to KP. Yes. Totally awesome. So beauty I, salon? Yes. Hair salon? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. In Fort Worth. In Fort Worth. Yeah. Well, give her the mic. We got to, we got to shout that out, girl. It's totally awesome. Upscale salon. 5134 Mansfield Highway, Forest Hill, Texas. What, what, is it a website? Is somewhere I can go to find you? Totallyawesomehair.com. Are you affordable? 
Yes. You take food stamps? I'm just kidding. You know, I know a neighbor that. I, I, that be, <laughs> I know. I know Troy's a neighbor. looking for a job. You, Troy could. Troy could use some employment over there. You need a weaver. <laughs> oh, he you talking sew, about he can, he can sew. He can Wanda's glue. wig emporium. Yes, yes. That's what's up, though. Now, so you've been doing hair for how long? I, I don't mean to cut you off, um, Nicole, but when you said hair. <laughs> I've been licensed for 30 years. Is I got you? my license in 1987 when I was in high school at Crenshaw High School, Los Angeles, California. Crenshaw? Yes. Mm. So I'm 30 years. Mm, experience. Yes. You can take, you can take, uh, um, do they still use the, the hot combs? You know, the one that you just slap a little grease on I was taught with the Marcel, so most definitely I yeah, do use That's them. the real thing. Yes. That's I use them high comb on them edges. Yes. <laughs> and I use my Marcel's in the stove. Yes, y'all check it out if you will. I'm thinking about it right now. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Being from Crenshaw, she grew up on Roscoe's. Yep. <laughs> I knew that one. Well, I appreciate you coming in and supporting your friend, and I appreciate you sharing that information that is very useful and important here on the show. Now, um, Nicole, with you, what do you want your readers to um, grasp and learn from your book? Because, um, you know, it's it's quite intense. I mean, we want them to go out and get a... Uh, 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 one of those video games that beat up people, or do you want to? I mean, what do you want people to to get from this book? What's the message? The message is that you can also take a good bad situation into a good situation, yeah, amen. and make something positive out of it. You know, let the negative go. Even though my book speaks negative, but at the end, you can see real life stories of things that happen, how people change their life around. I like that very much. So, do you go around speaking, or have you considered going around and maybe speaking? No, I got offered a couple of events, but I'm really nervous. I'm not a good speaker. I'm not even good at your show right now. So oh, I'm you gonna, are great, you're girl. Doing, you're you, doing real good. You are great. Other so, than all of those nail chippings on the floor right there next to you, no. You she, doing? She needs to look at Joe Yazbek. <laughs> right. Yazbek would turn you around quickly on getting up in front of people and talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not something that you can't. Uh, you master. can do this and self-teach yourself and do because you know what with even with these books you know this can teach the youth you know what i'm saying in a lot of situations that they may come across and and how to help them troubleshoot it you know what i'm saying they'll they'll remember what they read and what they've heard what they've learned and put that to use you know what i'm saying so think about that girl i mean you could do that take these books and things and go i mean you have how many books total Right so now, much. I have three books total working on book two. This is um, A Drug King and His Diamond is um, going to be a series. And I know that my book speaks a lot about dope. and It's not about particularly that. It's about life situations. They are actually are love stories. Um, um, I'm sorry, Riches and Useful. They It's actually a love story, how they end up together. And it's mm -hmm. a standalone a drug king and his diamond it's a guy it's about a guy named king and diamond so they're really good books it's not a bad thing you 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 started out saying oh it's it's about drugs and about but, but you know what it's reality it is true it is life whether you're in the hood or not in the hood and that's why i said people can learn from even that are you kidding me i'd rather learn from the realness and learn from a book teaching a child to read to want to read to learn what they're reading before they get to the television 
because some of the vivid stuff on the televisions is off the chain, you know. And so, you know, I'm just saying, you know, where is Tyler Perry when you need him, right? I <laughs> you know, know, right? I would love to meet him. Dang, <laughs> don't it? So it will be a part two. Yes, it's a part two. A part two of this year. Why not take it in? Do, do you have any I, any imagination of taking this and sending it to a script to maybe be put into a play or a movie? No, I haven't. I had, like, you know, Facebook is a major platform for me right now. A guy named Jay Holland, he did two independent movies. And he'd been inboxing me for, like, almost about a year. Mm. And I have not reached out a couple of times, and I have not yet met him. And he wants me to do it, but I don't know yet. I've really been contemplating. Well, see how much how much you have going on with yourself that people is now starting to magnate to you, wanting to just do your research is all I say. I do my research on everything. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. But what's your ambitions for your writing career for you? Right now, my because because you 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 seem like you know what you want, and you seem like you're not sure what you what you want, like which direction you want to go. But nevertheless, you're continuing to write, which is good, and. Uh, you know, so so where are you at? Writing right now for me, writing is the. I want to have my books in stores, but right now my writing is a hobby. My career is more nursing. I know. Mm, and I just just want to keep writing and, and just making people happy and getting to know who I am as a writer. And I feel like wherever God leads me, that's where I'm gonna end up at. Well, you keep doing what you're doing because I like the path that you're on, and you're doing your own thing, and I like that there. So before you go, is there anything? that you want to add any upcoming events or performances or anything that you want to share nothing upcoming right now i have a upcoming event tonight at nine o'clock um and then um at a another inter internet interview mm -hmm. and then also i have a book signing coming up on the 27th of april of april where is that right now it's gonna be at totally awesome salon hey shout out <laughs> that's what's up okay so give some shout outs starting out with your girl oh she knows my number one supporter sylvia thank you so much awesome and amazing oh my goodness i have so many shouts out um my family of course my grandmother my number one Ooh, my rock my everything okay um she's so funny she's she sneaks to read my books she's not supposed to but she'd be like what the <laughs> <laughs> got a fan yeah yeah, yeah. she right. want me to change some things i'm like no <laughs> no um my son i have a son nicovian my best friend everybody that's my sisters everybody's always been supportive that's great. And my number God, I, I can't do it without him. Amen to that. I cannot. Great support system. Thank Keeping you, you strong you. and firm. You're very welcome. So once again, tell everybody how you can be followed on social media as well as how we can obtain Dope Man Riches Money Rules the World. I can be followed Nicole Goosby, Instagram, Nicole Goosby, Twitter, Nikki Books. Um basically always on Facebook. 
and you can reach um get my you can locate my books on amazon amazon.com books i want to have you back again to continue the saga and do thank more you. books and more books this is so great i thank you very much nicole for being on the show stick around because i want to challenge you uh with my next guest which is laurie laurie dunham and see what the authors know when it comes to words but i thank you very much for taking the time and sharing your book with us today thank you thank you we're having a great time here on the Queen Silver Show, Nicole Gooseby, Dope Man Riches. That's just one of the books going out there. You never know. She might have a book about you and you didn't even know it. Uh, if you live in Fort Worth, Texas, boy, you better read these books. You better books. start reading the books and see if she's talking about you. <laughs> I don't the care. Whole thing. Yes, yes, but it's a great book out here and she's a great person doing her thing, writing, and I love it. And we're going to begin our interview with Lori Dunham. But before we do, Lori and Nicole. I want to do something that is called Alpha Battle. So it's kind of like to loosen up Lori and get her prepared and then just wind you down here with some words. So Smooth Tim is going to go with an easy word because he could say Z and you got to battle words beginning with Z, but we're not going to do that, right, Smooth? Wrong. We're gonna, okay, well, you. <laughs> <laughs> you. No, no. So Smooth is going to call out um, a letter, and but, we will begin with you, Nicole, and you will you will say a word that begins with the letter, then Lori will, then you will go back and forth with that same letter until one of you run out of words. We'll keep it simple to begin with. And you're going to do it twice. So the first letter is? D as in done. D as in done. Dion. Dangerous. Dow. Duet. Direct TV. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a word? <laughs> Duray. Diamond. <laughs> uh, dynamite. Drums. <laughs> I'm hoping that you'll stall a little bit here. <laughs> Give me a minute to think. <laughs> uh, driveway. Decaf. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, there's a drum roll. Damien. Um, dragnet. Drag in. <laughs> uh, dig. Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Door. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, dinkleberry. <laughs> Decaffeinated. Uh oh. I'm not much of an author, but can't think of D words. <laughs> Come on, who's uh, next? I guess it's, I guess it's me. Uh, let's see. Um, dog. Did I say that? I said dog. Did you say dog? Yeah. Did you say dog or dog? Do is it still the same? Uh, uh, oh, okay. she mean D A W G dog. Okay, we're gonna call that one. <laughs> we're gonna call that one. That that wasn't not bad. D is a good letter it's to terrible. do. You know, an even easier letter. Beginning with Lori oh, would no. be smooth. F as in Frank. Ooh, fishbowl. Fishbowl. She got you. <laughs> okay. Oh, Frankie. Finicky. Fresh. Frenzy. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Friendly. Flowers. Fern. Friendship. <laughs> uh, fertile. First, uh, oh, mm. what's that? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I think you won this one. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so you give? Yeah, sure. I like uh. the way I like the way the brain be going. You be like, she was. Yeah. Yeah. In my mind, I just travel through Kroger's and just call out stuff yeah, right. that I yeah. see at Kroger's. Is that why you do that walking down the aisle? Yes. I'm always wanting practicing. Yes. Okay. Yes, I thought I you am. were crazy. Well, crazy too, but I was practicing <laughs> that day. But that was nice. I thank you guys for doing that there. I could have done it a little bit harder, but I just wanted to do a little word association. You are an author. You yeah. said, oh, I'm not an author. I can't do it. <laughs> yes, you are. And a businesswoman at that. So you know words. You know, so I appreciate that as we begin our interview with uh, the talented and the beautiful. What you got? Okay. Uh, Lori Dunham. <coughs> I want to welcome you to the Queen Silver Show. Thank you so much for having me. Business owner, public speaker, mentor, and author of the book Start Your Own Amazon Store Without Getting Hurt. From Arlington, Texas, I introduce to you Lori Dunham. Yes. You know, you're the CEO of Dunham Global Ventures Incorporated, helping a lot of businesses. Yes, ma'am. Elaborate, if you will, on it. Sure. So Dunham Global Ventures Incorporated is a multi-divisional company. Uh, We focus in e-commerce, mentorship, digital media. um, uh, (laughs) I completely blanked out what I I do. See, she's thinking of words to begin with D. She's still there. I'm still stuck on D, dang it. Doggone it. It's definitely not making it think. (laughs) And and real estate investing. (laughs) Very interesting. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Real estate investing? Yeah. Uh, I've been interested for a really long time, but after I got my degree at UTA in commercial real estate development, uh, that's really when it uh, really launched for me. Okay. Uh, Go Mavericks. Yay. Go Mavs. (laughs) (laughs) So share with me your um, business philosophy. My business philosophy is to take what God has given me and give it out to others. Amen to that. And you do that very well. I've I've been watching you. You're a very good hearted person. Thank you. Thank you. Now, what is his name? You know, you ever had a word that, that's right on the tip and yes. you can't say it? Okay, because <laughs> you're going to know what word I'm talking about because I saw a picture of you showing him your book. Who's your pastor? Uh, oh, you mean recently this weekend? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Who that, that? Was, that was, was his name? That was Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. He's in Houston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Curly haired guy. Yes. <laughs> One that got in trouble. <laughs> I yeah. I, I saw you. Uh, with the. So do you thing. go to his, his church? Um, I was just down there this weekend. Um, but I go to Grace Fellowship Church in He's Grand a cool Prairie. person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's great. Do you know who we're talking about? Yes. He's yeah. amazing. Him and his wife, his whole staff. Just. Great. I don't. I don't know him personally. I met him for the first time this weekend. Well, I think that what they do down there is great. No, it's I was referring amazing. to when they were talking about when his church got flooded, and then they were mad because he didn't let people into a flooded church. I mean, really? Mm. I remember that. But that's <laughs> water under the bridge right now. You know what I'm saying? Literally, you must go on. You must go on. But your book, start your own Amazon store without getting hurt. I think the without getting hurt part is the part that you know about because you've done it before. Yes. Right? Yes. So so what issues did you experience when you first started? <laughs> ah, she yeah. laughed. Oh ah. my. What, what 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 tell me about that? Yeah, so you know, Amazon I, in my opinion, Amazon um, makes it seem like it's real super easy to start a store. Push a button, start selling. That is not at all how it works. Not at all. Um, First thing I learned, uh, well, you have to have an entity 
whether it's a DBA or an LLC. Mm, um, really? Yeah. And and I didn't know that. It doesn't say any of this. So my book kind of spills the beans a little bit about the best way, well, in my experience, the best way to go forward um, so that you can get through the, the whole screening process. So, so you mean they could take your money and then tell you that you need to have that or what? No, they don't. They don't take any money um, up front. You know, when you first push the button to say that you want to sell, yeah, they put you through a validation process, and then that's when they validate that you're an entity. Um, are you going to be an individual seller or a professional seller? So, if you're an individual seller and you're going to sell less than forty items a month, no big deal. Yeah, you can push the button and you can sell whatever. Hmm. But if you're a professional seller and you're really going to go at this as a business. Then when they validate you, they ask for your entity information. Um, they ask for my LLC paperwork. Um, they need a business checking account that has your business name on it. And for me, and I, I disclose this all in the book, but you know, I, I had an extra checking account that was just at a, tra- a credit union. I uh, wasn't really using it for anything. I had so my name worked. on it, right? So I figured, well, why not? You know, I wasted about thirty days, maybe sixty days. Um, because the account didn't have my business name on it. Um, and so by the time they had come back and said, this account is not valid, I can't, they can't validate me, uh, it took forever to get a human response to tell me what the problem was. All I kept getting were automated emails. Oh, this isn't working, this isn't working. So finally I f- you know, found out information and, and received the right instructions um, immediately went to the bank, opened up a business account, but it took 30 days to get the statement. So I wasted nearly six weeks waiting just to be validated. And that was early on in the process. And then there was a whole bunch of other things that, that well, you occurred. Dis- you display patience. <laughs> Some of that, that's pretty smart anyhow to go do an LLC with anything you're doing absolutely. anyhow. In a business, yeah, absolutely. You know, it protects, let them take the business, but leave my personal stuff alone. So right. the whole experience motivated you absolutely. basically to yeah. start your own um, business, right? Well, I... I I've always been business-minded. I, I think that the very first, you know, I, I joke around when I do public speaking. I joke around and I tell people that the first business I ever had, I was five years old. And everybody looks at Lemonade me stand? Same. No, they say the same thing. They did say, they say well, lemonade stand? They say lemonade. <laughs> they say Girl Scout cookies. Of course, I did, I did the Girl Scout cookie thing. But when I was five years old, my best friend and I, and I um, took my mother's coffee table legs and sold them to my neighbor for a dollar. <laughs> Damn entrepreneur. <laughs> I can see it in my mind as if it just happened. You know, she opened the door and, and I said, would you like to buy these table legs for a dollar? She just cracked up, gave me a dollar and said, go bring those back to your mother. <laughs> that is crazy. Now, did you live in a hood? I have to say, where you were in a hood, where did you live that you hustled and thought of that one that's a good one i didn't think of that one i don't know where the inspiration came <laughs> that's from that's pretty good I but you got a dollar yeah mm-hmm. i did i got a dollar and i went and returned my table legs you didn't get in trouble oh yeah i, I mean like a, a punishment I whooping. Got in trouble. i was five I mean, what kind of punishment could it be you know that's <laughs> nice though you that's that's all right yeah but um, now that was then that yeah. experience with Amazon was then because now you show the way of how people can make money yes. and start their own store. So since you've done it, what accomplishments have you um, achieved with your business online? Yeah, so I'm, I'm really grateful the, for the experience because um, at the end of last year, we did squeak out with a profit. 
squeak out with squeak a profit. <laughs> I would, pers- you know, I just persisted. But that's know? all right. Yeah, and uh, as long as I I was in a profit, so um, that was that was really great. And since from that point, you know, of course, the book and the book signings and the you're on your speaking, way. And and now I have a mentorship program. So if you read the book and you scratch your head and go, what? You're mentoring. Uh, I'm mentoring now. Yeah. Do you have a web page or something for that? I do it's firststepmentor.com and it'll be online this week. You girls are busy. I love I love meeting women that's really making a difference and doing a lot of things. Y'all keep it going because I'm all I'm doing is playing the spoons, and that's it. But let me pause for just one moment, if I will, and go to the lines and say two one zero. Is that correct? State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, this is Khaki from San Antonio, formerly Ohio. What's going on, my favorite people? What's up, Khaki? Tuesday is not right if Kaki don't call. What? Hello. Hey. What? I guess where I'm at. I'm in Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to call and give an early shout-out birthday wish to my cat, Smooth, smooth, baby. Yes. Well, thank you very much, Kaki. Well, that's what's up. You know, that's how we do back home. Our birthday might be his birthday might be Thursday, but they've been celebrating since last week. You know, and then well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But look, I just wanted to give him that birthday shout out. But I'll be calling back because you got a guest that I got a question for. So I want to get through with my shopping here in the store, and I'm gonna holler back. Well, bless your heart for taking the time to shout out smooth and this happy thank birthday. You very All right. Love you guys. All right. Love you too. Bye. Thank you. Thank you very Bye. much. Bye. All right, smooth. Yeah, your birthday is Thursday. You'll be 16. 16. Finally, can I can drive? It's amazing. <laughs> so, Lori, you expose the unwritten truth needed to launch this store, yes. uh, Amazon store. What would that be? Yeah, from my experience. Um, so, so, so for me, if I wanted to start out, first of all, I need to get an LLC or get a business. Yes. Right? I believe so, yeah. Okay, so you, you have experience also in marketing. Somewhat. Um, what, what marketing way do you, do you um, well, what marketing way should I go, let me just say? What strategy should I go? I'm, not, I'm new to this. You got me sold. I want to get on board. I want to do some of these things. But first of all, where do I find the stuff to sell? Yeah, so there's suppliers and supplier websites that you can go to and uh, obtain wholesale accounts. Um, I believe it's Wholesale Central is a really good place to go. Um, that's basically a portal for all the different wholesalers around the world. Mm. Um, and you don't necessarily have to buy from China and import. I mean, there's wholesalers all across America that want your business. You know, they have products from the manufacturer and they need your help getting it out there. But what kind of uh, store? What kind of store? Can I, can I have a store selling sex toys? Uh, well, you know, Amazon has some really strict I'm, I'm regulations. I'm just throwing it out yeah. there for, yeah. for anyone. What kind of store can I do? Yes. Can I do a store selling um, my products like I make, like if I, if I made soap? And, and and oils. You know how some people have their own soap and right. oil store. Can I can I can I do that one that you know, way? Amazon's very very particular. They have some really strong regulations. They want to keep everything um, full of integrity, and so in certain categories, um, uh, you're restricted more than in others. So when you first come on as an Amazon seller, um, you're given a, a space on their server, and that's where your store resides. 
Um, and, and so then you're given some categories, uh, just automatically, some general categories. To pick for, for your business? Um, no, just categories. So say you go to Target, there's several departments. There's boys, there's toys, there's automotive, there's mechanical, sporting goods, clothes, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in Amazon, it's very similar, but it, they're, called, they're called categories. And so they have hundreds and then sub-levels and sub-levels. And I mean, it's just... They try to make it where they have it for everybody. Very niche. Yeah, Yeah. very niche. So you can drill down to your level of what you're trying to offer. And so they open up these general categories right off the top. Very easy to sell in. Automotives. And and I kind of talk about that in the book, too, that um, I was given quite a few categories to sell in. And I could go to a wholesaler and get those products for that particular uh, category, but I kind of, I had a, a, a twisted uh, thought process in that, oh, no, I need to order a lot of things, so I need as many categories as I can get to. Well, I spent too much time trying to open categories hmm. and try to, to prove myself to Amazon that, hey, I can sell in jewelry. I can sell in cosmetics, which are, you know, they're locked down. They're <laughs> very, very difficult to get into. Right. So I spent time trying to get open in grocery and open in this and that. And I didn't sell in the open categories I was already given. So I wasted so much time. And so in the book, I'm like, you know, listen, you, you get categories, sell there, start selling there, find a That's wholesaler important. that can give you good prices that you can ship directly into Amazon, let them, let them fulfill it for you. And then come back after you've made some money and you, you've established yourself as a seller. You've got a track record. You've got good star ratings. Now you can get into these other categories and, and Amazon can trust you, basically, is what, what happens. So It's a I process. Learned. And I'm it glad is. you got that book because see, you break it down where some people yes. find out the hard way. Yes, and I found out the hard way. You did I find did. out the hard way. <laughs> Absolutely. But bless your heart for, for, for making it a little bit easier you know, explanatory-wise for other people. Thanks. I'm going to pause for a minute because I think who I have on the line. Is that Carlos? Did you get that up? 419. Yep. Oh, they hung up. Oh, did he? Oh, well, he'll call back. That, that, that's, that, that's Carlos that's calling back. So, so how much is a, of an investment is this going to take? Uh, well, with Amazon, you know, as a professional seller, you pay about $40 a month. That's uh, it. Yeah. That's for your website, and, and that's just to be on their server space and and give you access to their back office, where it's called Seller Central, and you can go in there and manage everything about your store, and it's just taken off a credit card or whatever. You know, however, what's the biggest product you sold? The biggest product is I would say in our toys, actually. Toys. Yeah, we got really nostalgic, and right around um, October, November, sometime. Um, I came across this uh, website that sold toys at wholesale prices and very, very inexpensively. But they um, they, they purchased um, uh, toys from, I think it was Singapore. Mm. And they import them in, and then now they're an American wholesaler. Mm. And so I stumbled across them, and, and I believe God directed me to that website. That's all right. That's all right. And they were selling the, the chatty telephones. I don't remember if you, as a kid, you know, you pull them along, and they their little telephone with the red handle, <laughs> and pull them behind, you know. And with the little eyes. Yeah, and yeah, 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 
little chatty, chatty phones, right? Well, they were selling them. Uh, I guess I'm not the only old person hip in here. Y'all they remember are. that one, too? <laughs> I just dated myself, didn't I? It's the only no. date I'll get this month. <laughs> My maybe generation, not, we haven't not. invented the wheel yet. But anyhow. <laughs> now, not. are you charged in accordance to the size of your store? Does that change? No, but they did recently import, uh, um, implement new pricing uh, in February of this year that it's more a standard based on the size of the product you're selling. So dimensions. So how much space is it taking up in their warehouse, for example? Uh, shipping and storage. And sure. ship, yeah. And so, so now it's uh, if it's under a certain weight, it's this amount. If it's over a certain weight, it's dimensions, you know, and it's a little bit challenging to calculate but once you figure it out you like what you do i do very much you really do you took a little knockdown but it didn't stop you you got back up and you're you're now doing your thing successful i think that's you believe in this amazon store i believe in business so why would would someone tell me in your opinion why why should someone take a chance why should someone try and attempt an amazon store for themselves well first off you have to have grit period you have to you have to want this it's not just going to be something that's handed to you um i worked for hours every single day um overnight you know i was just i was at it uh, like a full-time job while i worked a full-time job i mean it was it was grueling non-stop you yeah. were, what these kids say these days grinding you know that word yeah. grinding he was grinding yeah yeah that's all right but, is, uh, is it is it a type of insurance that i need to take out um, well, like I, I think that depends on the seller because, uh, you know, although I'm not an insurance agent, I think there are some policies out there that protect you insurance, um, uh, business insurance. So like uh, a loss of income uh, for some of the mishaps that I encountered. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't have any insurance, but Amazon's really good. If they mess up in their warehouse, they destroy your product or lose your product. They're, they're very good about reimbursing you. Um, my first shipment that I sent in um, was lost the entire pallet. It was all the money that I could put in at the time. That's an experience. They lost the entire pallet except for for eighteen items, and and they reimbursed me at ninety percent of cost. So, oh, did they? Of cost. So I'm like, I lost money. Um, but then the second time when I sent something in. Um, apparently one of the forklifts ran over my box of stuff and, <laughs> and they reimbursed me a hundred, a hundred percent. You uh, have you caught know. it with Amazon and sticking with Amazon. <laughs> Bless your heart. Amazon is the name now. I mean, yeah. you hear Amazon on everything. You want anything. I bought a wig from Amazon yeah. and I was like surprised like heck. You can buy a wig from Amazon? You can buy just about anything. There's a gentleman I heard of that built, um, his entire house with nothing but materials from Amazon. Mm. What's the weirdest thing? that you either you sold or you seen on uh, Amazon. Well, I, t- I tell you, I used to work at the Amazon warehouse here you locally. You are Amazon, girl. <laughs> I mean, I'm not branded Amazon or anything, but that's um, all right. You know. It's working for you. <laughs> it's working for you. In the Am- in the Amazon warehouse where I used to work overnights, so I drove a forklift. So when they ran that's over, and I, I ran like, over oh, stuff. Oh, 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 oh. She <laughs> is <laughs> she is talented. I understood what they meant, but uh, some of the strangest things I saw in the warehouse was like car bumpers and a hood. For a car like a '67 Chevy, I'm like, what? See now, you yeah. you've heard names like Tupperware, yeah. Avon, Mary Kay. It's it's, it's Amazon that you're yeah. hearing now a lot. Have you ever bought uh, Nicole uh, anything from Amazon before? 
No, I haven't. You've never shopped Amazon before? I, Have you ever shopped Amazon, Sylvia? Always. Every other night. Prime. Uh-oh. Prime. Uh-oh. Go Prime. I'm a yeah. Prime member. I am. I'm a Prime member. Amazon Prime. My daughter is, too. Prime. Amazon. The Prime works, though. That's, oh, yeah. a, that's a discount on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was Prime member long before I ever even worked for the warehouse or even considered starting a store. That is awesome. Mm. Yeah. So tell everybody... Um, how you can be followed on social media and where we can obtain start your own Amazon store. Yeah, so the book without can be, getting hurt. That yeah, is. right. Yeah. Don't get hurt. Right. Don't get hurt. Um, yeah, so the book can be obtained through my website www.startamazonstore.com. Uh, through that website, right now you can also obtain my mentorship program, um, and I can be followed on Facebook. Just I under like that. Lori Dunham. Right now, it's my whole world. I don't have a separate business page or. I like anything, that though. So I very much so. I thank you for being in on the show. Thank you. You, really you can have me wonder because see, the only way for me to start an Amazon store would be to find some companies with stuff li- that they want to liquidate, stuff that they want yeah. to get out because I can't go in the garage. Yeah. And find things in the garage and sell on my store, right? Right. And that's right. actually one of my my new niches is what I'm calling it. Because um, I'm not just Amazon. I'm an e-commerce division. Yes. So, um, Amazon, eBay, Shopify. You're big, girl. You're yeah, big. Yeah, I, I do a lot. <laughs> but one of the new niches that we have is reaching out to businesses who are in liquidation. Yes. Uh, or they have clearance items. That's money in there. Right. And we you're rich, in, girl. We, we come and take care of the whole thing. We manage their listings. We manage all their inventory. Um, and, and we'll that's take a lot of, of work, too. Yeah. And I have a team behind me that's really supportive. You but, go, girl. Yeah. Well, see, you done moved on up. You've come a ways. <laughs> Seriously. I'm trying, trying. And you're sharing that experience just like Nicole Gooseby is sharing her experience of things that she go. Uh, you have an exciting life, by the way, because you're coming up with these great books. I'm like, girl, there's something going on every weekend around Nicole Gooseby. <laughs> and she going to write about it. So y'all better watch out. Read right. the books and things like that. Start your own Amazon store by Lori Dunham is a book out here. I advise you guys to uh, check out this book and get schooled. Get yourself a head of the game by learning what she went through and that she's kind enough to share with everybody as well and then contact her if you're a business out there and want to liquidate some of your information and you can find you um they're Lori Dunham on Facebook right yes Lori Dunham on Facebook red sweater black shirt <laughs> I'll shoot blue shoot no I'm just I'm, I'm just playing but no I thank you very much Lori for being here on the show what I'm going to do you want to give her audience where you at Thank you, Lori, for being out again. So what we're going to do is we're going to get our commercial break on right now. And um, we're going to come back with Irene Gable. Nick, who will be calling in. And she will be sharing some healthy advice on how to eat healthy while eating out. And then we will have C.B. Maltbia, who will be on talking about his book, which is entitled uh, Harvesting Black Gold, Never Ending Greed, which he is going to really get down and talk about the prison system. Um, we're going to talk about the KKK. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of things in his book on his opinion of how uh, black African Americans and their descendants. He is very opinionated. He has a big book as you can see how big you can log on how big his book is. He's not joking around. He's going to be also on the show but we're going to get a commercial break on it. We're going to come back with more. This is Ed Gray of the Commission Radio Show. Double your pleasure, double your treasure. Listen in on the Commission Radio Show from 1 to 3 in the Gray Bowl and then flip over to the Red Bowl. The Commission Radio Show. 
Double your pleasure, double your treasure. Listen in to the Commission Radio Show. Back in my day, we advertised like men. Get up on the rooftop and use what we called lung pyre. Come and get it! Nowadays, they got what's called the internet. It goes worldwide. And on this internet is what's called fishbowlradio.com, a network of over 100 personality-driven radio shows. Now that's a lot of lung power. Sounds like a good way to get the word out about your business. Call them, 817-633-4880, and jump in! Candy Yam's Kitchen, food you can feel. You can experience Southern and Creole classics from down-home gumbo, upscale shrimp and grits, and mouth-watering desserts from specialty pound cakes, pies, decadent peach cobbler, and an unforgettable banana pudding. Whether large or small, Candy Yam's Kitchen has everything to give your event a taste your guests will remember. Savory Southern cuisine, bold New Orleans flavors, united with an all-star presentation. You can be assured that you will be the talk of the town after booking them for your next party. You can reach us at 469-450-0027 or follow our journey on Facebook and Instagram at Candy Yam's Kitchen. That's K-A-N-D-I-Y-A-M-Z Kitchen. Again, give us a call at 469-450-0027 or like our Facebook and Instagram page at Candy Yam's Kitchen, spelled K-A-N-D-I-Y-A-M-Z Kitchen. Candy Yam's Kitchen, food you can feel. The Queen Sylvie Show is an independently funded program that depends upon your donations so that we can continue in bringing you the best of talents and topics from around the globe. Simply go to www.fbrn.us, click on the show tab, scroll down and select the Queen Silly Show, and at the bottom left hand of our page, select the donate button. Every donation counts, no matter how big or small. We thank you. Congratulations from Velvet Oasis Events, wedding and event planning. What a great time for us to get acquainted and determine what style, design, and package will work for your upcoming wedding, gala, social, or anniversary event. We specialize in helping people have a better event experience. Velvet Oasis Events customize your event design with your vision in mind. From beginning to end, we're there to assist. So for that wow experience, you won't forget, remember Velvet Oasis Events. To get more details, go to Velvet oasisevent.com velvetoasisevent.com or call 817-500-1579 817-500-1579 What's going on? This is Wacko Willie down at Weapons World and Ammo Unlimited telling you to listen to the Queen Civy Show. <laughs> yeah, if you come in and mention the Queen Civy Show this weekend we'll throw in three capacity clips with your new assault weapon that's right three high capacity clips you're gonna love it shoot you <laughs> anyhow don't forget wacko willie tells you weapons world and ammo unlimited love the queen savvy show jump in
welcome back to the Queen Silver Show. That was Zay Beats, and he's out of Dallas, Texas. And you can look him up on the uh, Facebook and, and Twitter and all that good stuff, too. Mm-hmm, yes. So follow Zay if you need beats. Zay Beats got your beats. Yes, he does. He's a great young man, talented young man doing things out here. So check him out. It's a great day here today. I have a great time so far. How about you, Smooth? I am having a absolutely wonderful Time. And I want to keep things going because I know my girl Irene. Irene, are you there? Hi, Queen Sylvie. Hey, Smooth Tim. Hey, how are how you? How are you? Doing great, thank you. How's it going, Irene? Oh, great. I'm having a wonderful day. I also, so glad to be here. Well, good, good. I also have on the line a wonderful author out of Toledo, Ohio, C.B. Maltbia. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you? I want to introduce you to, to Miss Irene, who is, is on the line as well. Irene, that's another author for you. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? How are you? All right. Good, so, good. All right. So, Irene, what you have for okay. me? You're going to help give some information on how to eat healthy while eating out. And that's a good one, I tell you. Well, Queen Sylvie, you know, since we've become friends and I've been watching you on Facebook and you do a lot of dining out, don't you? (laughs) You dang skippy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, being famous and all, you're, you know, invited to all these great events and I love, I love seeing it. And I thought, what a great uh, subject to talk about how to eat healthy while dining out. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, let me so, have it. Oh, go ahead, hon. No, no, I was going to say let me have it because you, you, I'm, I'm, I can't oh. wait, um, Irene. I, I'm sorry. I, I could have called you this morning when I got up <laughs> before I even ate food to get some information from you. Because, see, some of these dining establishments can be ticking time bombs when it comes to nutritional health. So you're going to help a lot of people here, and I'm going to give you the microphone. Absolutely. Well, real quick, I want to talk about getting ready for an event. And then we'll just talk about just your standard everyday restaurant, which is great that a lot of restaurants now are offering healthier options on their menus. They'll even show you whether a meal is vegan or vegetarian or give you the calorie count, which is really, really helpful, especially if you're dieting. But when you're getting ready for that big event, and we have all been guilty of this, we find ourselves sometimes thinking, okay, I'm going to indulge tonight, so I'm going to starve myself today. I'm not going to eat enough. And that is the worst thing that you can do. Because when you go in hungry, you're just going to end up eating more, and you're going to go for the, you know, the fattier choices. So what I like to do instead, when I'm when I'm being good, because you know we all we all fall off now and then, right? Yes, and we it's do. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but just try to remember: eat healthy. Don't starve yourself. Eat healthy throughout the day. Pick healthier snacks. Grab some celery or an apple. Have them in your car. Maybe some healthy nuts, and just you know continue to snack all day. And sometimes I'll even have a snack on my way to an event. So when I get there, I'm not starving and I run right for the buffet or the appetizers and start digging into, you know, whatever they have, you know, some kind of stuffed mushrooms or the heavier things. 
um, and just choose choose healthier options. And when you're looking at a menu, um, one of one of the things I like to do, and again, if you're trying to diet, always drink a lot of water, drink a full glass of water before your meal. But try having before your meal have like a um, a salad, a light salad with a vinaigrette dressing, and have it on the side. You can you know determine how much you're putting on, or even a broth soup will help to fill you up. You don't want to go for that heavy cream soup because now you're just negating everything you're trying to do. But if you just have a little bit of a healthy broth soup or a salad before your meal, it will fill you up before the the meal comes. And the other thing I like to do, and I hate wasting food. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Sylvie, but I, I just, I I fret at the, at the idea of throwing food away. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, and, so, and so many people are like, oh, no, I, I don't take leftovers home. Well, are you kidding me? I just had one of the most delicious meals of my life, and I'm full. I'm not going to finish it. I'm going to take it home. So just plan on, on getting a doggy bag and take it home. There is no shame in taking food home and not wasting food when there are starving people in this world. Yes, indeed. I Don't you agree? agree? I mean, come I on. Do. I agree with you. I'm from eight children in my family. We was not even nothing. There's not even no leftovers. And if it was, yeah, we're eating it. So I don't believe in the waste either, and I do bring home food also. Only sometimes when I do that, I don't even end up eating it after I bring it home. So I I still end up wasting, which is not good. But um, you know, as far as eating out, you know, give me your opinion on those buffets. See, that can be a no-no. You go out to those free, you know, the buffet places that you eat, and you can overeat easy. Oh, that's such a good question, Sylvie. And it's so easy to just overindulge because everything looks good and you want to try everything. Mm. And so what... So what I do and what I recommend is just make sure you fill at least half of your plate with salad or vegetables or fruit and then just take smaller portions. And, you know, I don't like to try everything, but just don't take a whole heaping, um, you know, thing of mashed potatoes or something that's, that's heavier or laden in butter or or two or three servings of, of meat or protein, if that's what you're having. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, make sure there's, there's more vegetables on your plate. And if you do go up for seconds, a real good rule of thumb is to say, okay, if I'm going up for seconds, it's going to be a vegetable. <laughs> just make that a healthier choice. And I know it's hard. You I'm not saying so these easy. things it's are gonna easy. Be okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's something that stuck with me for years. I read that one time. They said, you know, if you have if you have a second helping, just choose the vegetable. And so I tried to do that. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm so little hungry and there's salad or there's mac and cheese. Hmm, which one am I gonna go for? Right? And you wanna go for the mac and cheese, but if you have the vegetable first, usually you'll find that, okay, well, I'm full now, and I'll just eat this delicious mac and cheese another time. And so it's just kind of a rule of thumb. If you're having a second helping, go for a vegetable, and you'll win every time if you can actually Hold on. do go it. Go for a vegetable, no mac and cheese. Is that what you just said? 
Oh my gosh. Go for the vegetables. <laughs> Add cheese to the vegetables. I don't know. I'm just a right. <laughs> white. <laughs> All right. How about a tablespoon of mac and cheese and a giant helping of salad? Okay. Or a tablespoon of mac and cheese. That's true. But she's you, white. No, but you know what? I've noticed that even a salad, you have to be careful because you know some people you can eat a salad and and have the wrong things in that salad. Oh, that, that's a really, really good point. That is so true. Um, but, but, you know, use your, just use your, come on, use your common sense. If you're looking <laughs> at a I'm salad that's like, okay. macaroni and, you know, macaroni <laughs> salad and it's, you know, has, has mayonnaise in it. I mean, you know, just go, go, always try to go with the, the vegetables that have no sauce because even green beans, I mean, what is that green beef baked casserole that, you know, Oh my gosh! Yeah. With the, the fried onions on yeah. top, or keep it up, keep it up now. Okay, yeah, but you know what? Those are those are very bacon. No, there's bacon in it. Yes. <laughs> Those are very good points, though. You know what I'm saying, Irene? And it is important because a lot of people, I don't know how how it is where you are, but here in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, there are tons and tons of restaurants. I'm new to uh, the Dallas, Texas area, just three years, and I I kid you not, um, Irene, everywhere you go, no matter what type of restaurant it is, no matter what it is that you buy, even from the store, they give you French fries. They give you potatoes. You can order a pair of shoes, and she gave you a coupon for some freaking fries at the store. It's crazy. (laughs) I I don't understand how they do it. Order a cup of wonton soup, and they're going to give you some waffle fries. I don't understand it down here with the potatoes. It's not good. And they're my weakness, Sylvie. I mean, French fries are my weakness. I love, love, love French fries. But you'd be surprised how many places will substitute. If you ask and you really don't want those fries, they will substitute for it for another item. So a lot of times I'll say, is there any way I can get a side salad instead of the French fries? And most of the time, sometimes they might charge you a dollar or something for making the substitute. But, you know, it's worth it, right? And yeah. I'm saving those calories, right. and I want to look good in that little black dress on Saturday. Yes, I do. No yes, fries do. on my plate. Right. Okay, your book, plate, now that you've mentioned that them. looking good in that little black dress, your book, Zipping It Up, How to Lose Five Pounds Fast and Look Great in That Black Dress. Tell everybody how they can go to obtain their copy of this great book. Well, the fastest, easiest way to get my book, Zipping It Up, How to Lose Five Pounds and Look Great in That Little Black Dress, is to go right to Amazon, amazon amazon.com, and you can get it in the Kindle version, or you can get it in paperback. And if you have time, you can have it as quickly as two days. Two days, that is quick. I like that a lot. Everything is at Amazon, I find. Expedite, expedite. Yes, yes, indeed. Go to Amazon. I love Amazon. Everybody. I love Amazon. So let me guess, you have Amazon Prime, too. I do, I do. They suckered me in, but you know, but you know, it's worth it if you if you do a lot of shopping on Amazon, which I do. You really are saving with the shipping costs, mm-hmm. and they're you know now with the Prime card, you get five percent back. I mean, you really, I mean, it really. It really is helpful. Well, we're so, sold, we're sold on Amazon. So listen, Irene, I appreciate you calling in and giving me this this insight that has me ready to go right now and just 
try some salad maybe i don't know i'm hungry so when i leave here i'm going to definitely go and eat something but i thank you for calling in and i look forward to the next episode with irene gable nick and she in school us on some more healthy uh tips but before you go tell everyone how you can be followed on social media and again how we can obtain your book zipping it up how to lose five pounds fast and look great in that black dress. Absolutely. And thank you, Tim, and thank you, Queen Sylvia. I always love coming on your show. Okay. That's another call. Somebody's talking in the background on the phone. Sorry. So you can find me on on Facebook, and you can go to my website at uh, IreneGableNick.com and connect with me there. And Amazon for zipping it up, How to Lose 5 Pounds Fast and Look Great in That Little Black Dress. Have a great day. Love you guys. Love you. Talk Thank you. Soon. Thank you, Irene. All right. That's uh, some good information. And you can log on. To, and you can also find Irene on Facebook under Irene Gable Nick. Also, check out her book and uh, get some more uh, health healthy and healthy fitness advice from her. All right. Um, CB, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. I have no, another caller Somebody's talking here. big time in the background. They got to stop. It's be that other caller. We have another caller from 419 that, that I'm sure is, is listening in for you. Okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, CB, say your, say your first three digits after 419. Nine seven three. I can't do that. I'm hanging up the other person. All right. Okay, now are you there? CB. Yes, I'm here. Okay, I hung up on the other person. They weren't paying any attention, and it was just annoying. (laughs) All right. Well, I want to welcome you to the Queen Silver Show. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, you know, bringing the truth about events dealing with historical experience of, uh, of Africans and the descendants of Africans from Toledo, Ohio. Writer, author of the book Harvesting Black Gold, Never Ending Greed, I introduce to you C.B. Maltbia. So I guess I'm going to say C.B. or I'm going to say Carlos. Which name would you like? Um, well, Carlos is my first name, and um, my author name is under C.B. Martbia, so those are my initials, so either is fine. I'm going to go with Carlos. Carlos, okay. All right, so Carlos, there were um, two incidents that occurred on the same day back in 2015, which became the inspiration for you in writing this book. Share with me what that was. Okay, back in uh, July of 2015, um, the first incident that took place took place in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. And there was a motorist who happened to be an African-American male, and he was uh, pulled over by the police uh, for not having a display a, a license plate on the front of his vehicle. Well, in the, during the process of, of the stop, the officer started to open the driver's side door and out of instinct, which I think most of us would do, he reached out to pull the door shut and the officer drew his revolver and shot him in the head, killing him instantly. And his car began to move forward. And um, 
it, it, I mean, this was national um, world attention was drawn to this incident. However, I saw initially maybe a six-minute mention of it on CNN. However, on the same day, there was um, a dentist from the United States that killed a lion uh, outside of a safari in Zimbabwe, in Africa. And the lion was, you know, he was a favor, and a lot of other locals liked the lion. But the uh, point of it is that this story was on television constantly for nine days in a row. All you heard about was the world outrage about how dare this man kill this lion. But in the meantime, the story of Samuel DeBose being unjustly murdered in a routine traffic stop got very little attention. And the attention that it did get was negative on the part of the victim and not the officer that killed him. And it wasn't a, a, a case of he say, she say, or different versions, but this incident was captured by the dash cam of the uh, patrol car and the body cam of the officer. The officer justified his murder of an innocent man by saying he was afraid for his life and that the driver tried to drag him away, where the video evidence clearly showed that the car did not stop moving until after the fatal shot to kill the driver. And uh, this really bothered me. It disturbed me that the world did not outcry the murder of an innocent man an African-American male, which is something that occurs too often in this country and around the world, but they were outraged about the death of a lion. I love animals, too. I don't want the Peter people to come after me, but I have to draw the line when it comes between the importance of the life of a person versus that of an animal. And uh, that, that, that heavily inspired me to start looking into that area that happens far too often and receives far too little or I should say the wrong attention so that inspired me to write this book well good for you for writing the book and I sure feel you on what you're saying you know it's, it's, it's amazing how society can brainwash you on just what they want to put out for the media and for you to to see you know things they omit to say things they don't want you to know but things they want to Hypnotize you, but you know I'm not even going to get on that. That's a whole other story. When you're talking to me, the only thing I want to say is that I feel you on that. But when it comes to your book, how long did it take you to actually write this book? Well, I started the book actually um, within that week. Well, I started looking into that area, and then a lot of other areas. So, um, total time I started the book in July of 2015, and I finalized it. Um, updated it, and uh, this would would have been uh, January of 2017. Wow! So it was uh, it was a project. Wow! Well, a good project. It was well worth it. I'm sure it was well worth it. So now, from the two and a half, three years of writing, harvesting black gold, what was the most challenging aspect of writing the book? The there was one chapter that jumps out at me um, that. <laughs> out the most it was the most it was uh, it was an emotional chapter to write 
And uh, that happens to be chapter 12, which the title of that chapter is uh, Killing Blacks with Impunity. And what that chapter does is it um, summarizes the police violence that African Americans have experienced. Now, this doesn't even go back to the 60s, which was a tumultuous time, but this is dealing within the last decade. So we're talking the 2000s here. We're talking countless people and you know i give a history of how the police departments were formed uh historically and then i move forward to the people not you know i wanted to bring this to life i wanted to make it real for a lot of people a lot of people don't really you know they find history boring so I applied it towards a recent incidents, and um, I give approximately 65 individual stories of interactions that, and this includes male, um, men, women, and children, but negative interactions uh, with the police, where it's negative, being the victim was killed, and in all of these cases, the victims were unarmed. Many of them had videos, and yet... In mo in in ninety over ninety percent of the cases, their deaths. Okay, listen. Let me pause, um, Carlos, because there is a caller on the sure. line who I'm sure wants to speak to you. Caller two one zero, state your name for me and where you're calling from. San Antonio. How's it going? This is Kaki. Carlos. Hello. How are you doing? All right. How are you? Yes. Okay, how are you, Mr. Marcia? I'm doing great. Good. I had a question. Have you ever considered going to the school and speaking with the youth? Yes, I have. Um, a lot of this is new to me as far as, uh, you know, my book just recently um, released in February. Um, and I've, I've, it's not just a matter of being an author, but I also uh, consider myself an activist. And um, right. reaching out and bringing awareness is the purpose of my book. So, yes, I definitely have plans to uh, do some speaking engagements and Reaching out to the youth would be an excellent, an ex I love that, and I'm definitely going to be working to make that happen. A lot yeah. of the things well, that we experience with the, I'm sorry. You seem, you seem to be a young man with good, positive ideals, so yeah, I would suggest that. That'd be a good idea to pursue. Yeah, it is. That's a great question, Kaki. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for the answer. You guys have a good one. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. All right. Sorry about that there. <laughs> All right. So, Carlos, look, you wrote about omitted facts and blatant lies in this nice large book. It has 18 chapters, 380 pages. What's the reason for the size of the book, first of all? Well, one of the reasons, I mean, primarily a lot of a lot of the um, issues that we have and a lot of the issues that we face are due to unawareness or um, let's just say miseducation. And in the process that I started, you know, I didn't want my, my book to cover various different things. And historically, I'm, I'm one that does a lot of research. You know, I'm, I'm that person that wants to know. And there is... There are so many incidents of 
things that have been taught um, traditionally in the education system that um, let's just call it what it is. They're blatant lies. They're, they're, they're mis- we've been misled on a lot of things, on many things. And it wasn't a case of, not just a simple case of a misinterpretation, but just flat out, we've been taught many things that are just basically untrue. And, um, and you're speaking I expose a lot of those things. And I'm glad that you are doing that. Let me pause for just a moment again, you popular guy, and go to the lines and say 419, state your name for me and where you're calling from. Okay, maybe they're just going to hold the line. That's quite all right. That's quite all right. Now, you know, there's a few um, chapters from your book, Harvesting Black Gold, that I kind of want to tap on and have you elaborate on it, if you will. But one of the challenges that people of African descent continue to face from the days of slavery is the question of identity. So explain for me why our African identity matters. Well, um, uh, something that I'm known to say a lot is, uh, I have a phrase, and if you don't know your history, if you don't know where you came from, then it's kind of difficult. It, it creates a state of confusion. And how do you know where you're going? You're lost. There's an identity problem. And this has particularly been an issue when it comes to knowing our African heritage. Our roots are tied to Africa. And there has been, uh, um, for example, Black History Month, the month of February, which is the small time allotted to celebrate African history. Well, first and foremost, to try to cram African history, which is the longest history of anyone on this planet into 28 days is is ridiculous. Secondly, what is being taught constructively during that time is very questionable. Um, On television, we see a lot of slavery movies. We see a lot of negative depiction. Did you read some of that? Uh, a lot of negative depiction, and we're not taught true history. They're, our ancestry is some of the richest probably don't on the planet, and we're not taught that. You have a lot of people that's calling in, um, but, uh, but I can't get them to speak. They don't want to speak, and it's obviously on speaker. I'm going to have to disconnect them. Say, the last, say your number again after 419. Hello, caller on the line. You're talking over top of the interview. Sorry. That's quite all right. Would you like to say your name or say something to Carlos, who's here on the line? Yes. Keep it up, bro. <laughs> What's your name? Uh-huh. Uh, Marcus King. I'm his brother. All right. Thank hey, you, Marcus, Marcus. Could you get the background? To please be quiet. Uh, pardon me. I didn't hear you. I mean, there's way too much background noise here. You got it on speakerphone? I cannot hear okay, it. <laughs> I did not know I was on the speaker, so I'm 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 noise disciplined now. All right, thank you. Thank You're welcome. Okay. 
That's a good shout out. You got everybody <laughs> popping in on the lines. That's what's up. That is so what's up. So listen, okay, you talk about the omitted uh, facts and the blatant lies in here. I'm going to skip around to a couple of the chapters. Uh, but I do advise okay. everybody to go on. I'm going to read some of the chapters that there is because they are very interesting. And I know that you are hitting some things on the dot with them. There's 18 chapters. And uh, there's one like Ancient Egypt, Kings and Queens of Africa, the Atlantic Slave Trade, the American Civil War, Reconstruction Era, Jim Crow. And the one that I want you to elaborate on right now because I'm going to stop is the Ku Klux Klan. Tell me what you have to say about that. Well, um, the Ku Klux Klan was um, that organization came about uh, after the Civil War, and um, this was um, this was a very uh, these were some very interesting times to, to say the least. This was shortly, you know, this was immediately following uh, a slavery, and um, a lot of things took place that a lot of people were unaware about. Uh, uh, for example. Um, one of the one of the reasons for the formation of the of the uh of the uh clan was that uh during the during this era African Americans actually could vote. Hmm. They held political office. Right. You know, and, and a lot of people are you know, think that this didn't come about until the nineteen sixties. It actually took place then. And um a lot of you know, these some deter or to terrorize them from using these rights, the organization was formed. Hmm. And people were terrorized, murdered, killed, maimed. The worst of the worst. And it actually um, got to the point where Congress actually passed a law Hello. Hello. that prohibited Hello. That's another one of your right, your callers. That's another one of your okay. callers that just hung up. You popular guy. <laughs> so I'm telling you, <laughs> this is the uh, well, malt beer hour. Well, you know, to finish though, uh, Congress actually passed a law prohibiting state or federal employees to be active card carrying members of the Ku Klux Klan. That's how bad it got. So. At that point, a lot of things went underground, so to speak, where you had state and federal employees. They participated. They didn't stop participating. They just couldn't be announced, and a state employee or a federal employee couldn't, you know, um, basically publicly talk about their their inclusion into in, in, in the Klan. And, and and this chapter is a very important chapter because it it it, it, it explains a lot of. The things we're experiencing today still um, with with white supremacy and, and the Ku Klux Klan. The Ku Klux Klan, for example, today, uh, no none of our uh, country's leadership, no presidents, no the Justice Department, no one has to this day come out and labeled this group for exactly what it is. It is a domestic terrorist organization. The group was created to instill fear and terror through through any means, up to and including murder and torture. And this is something in, in, in American society that still has not been honestly um, discussed. Um, in fact, it, it, it's 
it's the opposite of a later group that later formed in the 60s, the Black Panther Party, which was targeted, labeled as a terrorist organization, though they never terrorized, murdered, pillaged anyone. But they were quickly labeled as a terrorist organization, and the government sought out and did destroy them. However, the Ku Klux Klan, which existed a whole lot longer, has never been treated the same. So it's a very, it's a very um, intense chapter. Intense chapter. Yeah, it is an in intense chapter, and it still is an intense subject in the world today because they still, um, they're still around doing their dirt. Let's just say. Exactly. So, so you know, you 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 do on Facebook. Is this what you do every evening? Because I've seen you do. Uh, I want to say like a documentary where you're you're, you're speaking on on different subjects uh, on Facebook Live. Is this something that you do um, every day or every week? Yes, it's actually something new um, that I've recently started uh, the past week, and I I do a live video. Um, I usually, you know, most evenings, but I've been doing this daily for, for about the last seven days. It's, uh, something that I started and I, I talk about different things. I, um, sometimes I might discuss an area of my book, but I, I, I discuss things that are relevant and that we see happening, you know, different, um, incidents that take place. I'll go into it. I like to research and, and, and get to the bottom of things. So I follow, you know, and share. A lot of people aren't readers. A lot of people aren't going to read the paper or read this. Or, I mean, a lot of the media is slanted and it's, it's opinionated. It's one-sided. And whatever happens, whatever takes place, there, there are always two sides to the story. Yes. I try to give both sides and let people make the decision. Not force one side, force one side, force one side. That's not that's not news. That's that's propaganda. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've started this. Uh, like I said, about the last eight days, nine days, I've been doing this on Facebook. I'm in the process of uh, setting up a YouTube channel. That's cool. Uh, to do the same, a podcast. I believe a lot of the issues that we have that goes on needs awareness brought. Very much so. And a lot of, you know, a lot, and these are just some, ter these are some terrible times that we're living in. And a lot of people are confused. A lot of people are scared. A lot of people don't know. <laughs> I feel like, I, I like to bring awareness. Well, it's a good thing to bring the awareness. And it's a great time to even do that because a lot of people respond before they actually even know what they're doing. You know, and be sorry later of the consequences. And if you know and you're educated, you know, it kind of will make a difference. Especially on your decision and what you do. You have very, very interesting uh, chapters here. The Civil Rights Movement, the Black Panther Party, Achievers, Inventions, and Inventors. I want you to el elaborate for me. You're kind of breaking up a little bit for me. What did you do? Move around a little bit? No, I'm sitting still. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what happened. Okay, so elaborate for me Chapter 10, the United States prison system, if you will, because I know everyone knows someone or has experienced or, know, you know, jail and prison. So elaborate for me that Chapter 10, the United States prison system, if you will. 
Well, um, it, it's 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 that's a big area, and um, so I kind of started from the beginning, and as far as the the formation of, of the prison system here in the United States, the the prison system exploded after slavery. After the end of slavery, the prison system exploded. At that point, you had all the slaves were free. So you had a, an influx of free people um, introduced into society all at once. Um, the, the whole freedom thing of slavery wasn't necessarily a popular idea, and it definitely wasn't as popular as we've been taught to believe. So you had a lot of these, the, the economy of the U.S. depended on slavery. It was based on slavery. Well, all of a sudden, all these people were free, and so all this free labor ended. And a lot of the wealthy, needless to say, were unhappy with that. So the legislative system, began, they begin to come up with a new way. Well, a lot of these plantation owners, now all of a sudden, you've got to pay someone to work for you. So the labor pool needed, needed to be replaced. And, and, and in short, the prison system became that replacement because things such as the black codes came to be that were legislated and you had now free people that were arrested for things as, as, as ridiculous as being homeless, loitering, not having a job. And these people were, you know, these, you know, these former slaves were now arrested for ridiculous infractions. And when in prison, they were loaned out to the very uh, plantation owners that they were set free from to work off their sentences, which were unfair. So, you know, I started back at the beginning where the prison system started just to give people, you know, to bring people up to speed. Well, when you fast forward that to today, in 2018, the United States has more people in prison incarcerated than any other country in the world to kind of hit that bring that point home the United States has a population of just shy of 3 billion people or I'm sorry 300 million people whereas China has a population of a billion people that's almost but that's over three times the amount of people wow. but yet we have a population, a prison population that, that dwarfs theirs. In fact, there's almost as many prisoners in the state of Louisiana alone than there is an entire country of China. That's unrealistic. That's, that doesn't make sense. That sure does. When you break down that, and when you break down that population of uh, prisoners, uh, uh, a ridiculous the. the a ridiculous amount of those prisoners are African-American. You have roughly half or a little more than half of the prison population being African-American, whereas African-American males make up about 4% of the, po the country's population, but yet over half of the prison population. So when you do the math, it, it, it doesn't add up. Yeah, and, that doesn't um, add up. I go in... And then I go into detail, and, and, and this isn't opinionated, it's, it's based on facts. There are researched 
statistics, years worth, that break down the disparity in, in from arrests, profiling, um, representation, legal representation, judgments. And so I break it down by numbers. So it's not just the I think, I feel. But one thing that I found out, you know, numbers are consistent when people are. Numbers don't lie. Math is always going to add up to be the same no matter who does it. Sure as, as long as they're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, thanks. But yes, it's a very um, enlightening, informative chapter. And it, it the way it's, it's put together, it, anyone that reads it is going to look at the system in an entirely different light and be like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That's We've got a lot of work to do here. Yeah. Chapter 10, the United States prison system. I advise everyone to get it. There's so many chapters in this book that is so interesting. Harvesting black gold, never ending greed that I advise everyone to go out and get this book. But, you know, since you've done this book and it took you this long to do this book, what did you learn? Did you learn anything about yourself while writing this book? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, The research that I did and it, it exposed me to a lot of things. In fact, I'll say um, after going through 12 years of school in elementary, junior high, high school, and uh, three years of, of college, the research that I did myself in this book actually gave me a more complete identity. I learned um, the history of my ancestors, not just someone else's. And the things that you learn, I, I, I strongly feel, and that's why uh, I strongly encourage people to learn history. History, you learn history that pertains to you. It gives you more answers that you, or to questions that you had about yourself. Mm-hmm. When you, you know, if you learn someone else's history and all your, you've, you've been um, forced fed someone else's history, someone else's history, what does that tell you about yourself? You know? Very little to nothing. And then when you expand on that, learn that the things that you were taught about someone else's history was uh, incorporated with a lot of lies and, and, and mistruths. That doesn't help. But then at the same time, it leaves that vacuum that you have about you. And if you can't go back into your own heritage and, 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 and learn ancient cultures, traditions, beliefs, ways of life, you're going to have that vacuum. When you look back, and, and, and this is this applies to everyone, you, and see people like you and what they did and how they lived and how they handled different situations, it gives you more insight to yourself. But it's not going to do me any good to learn about someone else only, and then the things that I learned about what they did aren't true. That creates a world of confusion for everyone. And that's why we have a lot of people lost. If you don't know who you are, if you don't know who your ancestors were, it would be just like if you did, if a child didn't know anything about their parents. A lot of uh, characteristics, habits, different things like that, we pick up from our parents or grandparents. And we can track that. We can see it. And we can see how it relates and affects, affects our own lives. But just imagine erasing that. And you're just a child and you know nothing about your parents, your grandparents, or anything, that's going to create a... It's going to greatly put a damper on your life, and you're going to be walking around, and in many cases, confused. And then to compound that, 
imagine you didn't know your parents and someone else said, hey, I was great friends with your parents. I knew your parents. And all the things they told you about your parents were negative, many of them untrue, many of them stereotyped. Now that's going to send you down a path where a negative path. If you hear only bad, if you only hear if someone talks about, it's just like if you don't know someone and someone tells you about them and they speak all bad, all negativity about this person that you've never met. If you meet that person, you're instantly going to be, um, you're, you're instantly going to be affected by all the negativity that you heard about someone that you never even met. And that is a basis of a large part of the, the problems we have with race relations in this country. Uh, a lot of the um, dudes that go for bad, so to speak, if you hear that you're nothing, you came from nothing, and then everything else in between is negative, your self-esteem is going to be low. And you're not going to be encouraged to do anything. The flip side of that, to just kind of wrap this up, is if you hear that you came from greatness, you have great ancestry, great history, and all these things, if you're taught that from the onset of childhood, growing up, it's going to influence how you turn out to be. Absolutely. Some things that you, you, you if you may have gone down the wrong, it gives you a, a level of responsibility to live up to, if you would. Hey, if, you know, you're here that your parents were thugs and this and that and the other, you're gonna you're not gonna feel bad about following the footsteps. But if you hear that your parents were kings and queens, your negative behavior is gonna be you're gonna look at it like, hey, you know what, I've got a responsibility. I can't let them down. I've got you know, so it, it greatly affects you. Greatly. In fact it's one of the most important things. So I learned so much about myself well, by learning my history. And you know what I'm glad you did because there's a lot of youth out here can can use this book and this information from you. Now before you go, tell me, do are you going to be speaking on Facebook Live tonight? Yes. Um I I do this uh my live video every night. I usually do it between six, seven. I don't have a, a specific okay. time, but I usually do it evenings. Evenings. Um uh so usually between um six and eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, I'm in Ohio. Right. Well, uh, I do it every day. Well, it's check it's something that I'm committed to. I advise everybody to check that out. Very opinionated, outspoken young man. Harvesting Black Gold, Never Ending Greed is his book. Tell everybody how they can go and purchase um, your book. Okay, my book is available through Lulu Publishing. So you can simply go to lulu.com and then go into their bookstore. Um, and look it up by my initial C, period B, period Maltbia, M-A-L-T-B-I-A. Or you can look it up by title, Harvesting Black Gold. But going through Lulu, L-U-L-U dot com, um, you can obtain my book. They are your great shipment. You know, you have your different options if you want to get it air freighted or whatever, or you want to go traditional ground. But they're great. They do a great job packaging it, giving you tracking information, mm -hmm. and uh, a, a great company. Well, you know, I I want to maybe do a part B 
part two of this here because we've yet to really get into some of the other subjects that I'd like to do. So I'll hopefully I can get you back on the show again so that we can further elaborate more into harvesting black gold. I want you to, before you go, tell everyone how you can be followed on social media. Well, most currently I can uh, be found on Facebook and um, under my first name, Carlos, C-A-R-L-U-S, Bland, B-L-A-N-D, Martvia. Um, I can be uh, followed or requested, and I'm open to everyone. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an open book, <laughs> so to speak. That's uh, at that point, um, yeah, but I can be followed on Facebook easily. It's not hard to find me. My name is unusual, so well, I hope I'm sure you can always get... Evening and check out the... Uh, your speech that you do live on Facebook and also log on and get the book Harvesting Black Gold Never Ending Creed by author C.B. Maltbia. Uh, uh, Carlos, I appreciate you being here on the show. Um, we're going to be back in touch with you and so that we can further venture into some more of your wonderful book out here. But um, I appreciate you being here on the show and we will definitely be back in touch with you. Oh. I'll be looking forward to it. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks. Have a great day now. Thank you. You too. Very informative with all these authors today, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in today i really want to thank my authors nicole gooseby and her book dope man riches money rules the world go out and check it out you can find her on facebook and you can also find her books everyone is on amazon you can also um, find Lori dunham's book start your own amazon store without getting hurt um irene gablenick excuse me and her book entitled uh how to lose weight fast and still uh, fit into that little black dress. And CB Malt Bia, uh, Harvesting Black Gold, Never Ending Greed. Check out his book. Check him out live this evening on Facebook and check them all out. All right. It's been a great day. It's been a it's been a wonderful day here of the Queen City Show. And next week is going to get even better. We have some great music artists that will be on the show. A few surprises Smooth going to release as well. I thank all of my guests for being here on the show. Smooth, you have something? Absolutely. We have some announcements we need to get to. And that would be uh, Sunday, April 27th at the One Love Lounge, 2315 South Cooper Street right here in Arlington, Texas. Again, Sunday, April 22nd, Elite Diamonds. It's a uh, uh, daylight dance and workshop for singles. So it's 10 and $20, $10 in advance, 20 at the door. Dance starts at uh, 4 o'clock. The workshop is from 2 to 4. Also on April 28th, having speed dating, a singles event from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., and each and every first Friday, they have a guest DJ, and it is $5 for everyone to come into the One Love Lounge. Mm-hmm. Speaking of one, one, one Love Lounge, Queen, guess what? What? June 23rd, they are going to be having Miss Hope Flood from BET Comic View and the Comics Rock Convention. And they're going to be featuring uh, local comedian Miss Cotton along with her. And it is going it's to be hosted be hilarious. by none other than <laughs> the Queen. <laughs> and you can log on to Eventbrite and get that. It is the One Love Lounge Comedy Special. Tickets are 20 in advance and 30 at the door. Yes. 
April 7th, we also have a, an event coming up uh, with Laughter Saves Lives, the Hoofs, Souls, and Horse Rescue comedy event. That's at 4.30 p.m. at the Witherspoon Ranch, 5580 County Road, 277 in Kaufman, Texas. And we'll have comedians like Mega King, LT, The Comedy Cop, and again, Queen Sylvie. Me. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, if you're a talent out there and you would love to be on the Queen Sylvia show, you can hit us up at queensylviacomic.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, under Sylvie Starks or Queen Sylvie. And you can follow me, Tim McGiffin, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And our webpage is www.queensylviacomedy.com. We're going out with... Let's get out. We have a couple more ads we need to get to, and then let's hear Frankie Ray. She was a guest a couple weeks back. A thing or two. All right. This is Queen Silver Show signing out. Go out and enjoy your day. We'll see you next week. Same, same Queen time, yes, same Queen yes. station. Uh-huh. Delicious Caribbean cuisine coupled with a laid-back West Indian atmosphere. One Love Lounge, 2315 South Cooper Street in Arlington, Texas, offers an extensive and delicious Caribbean menu. You can dine in, carry out, or utilize their catering services. Stop in and experience an exciting nightlife. Enjoy live music or marvel at the next big sporting event on their 24-foot high-definition TV screen. So if it's date night, best buds night, or planning your next event, it's One Love Lounge. Follow them on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Or call Billy today at 682-323-4950. One love, one passion, one place, One Love Lounge. Thank you.